0: If you love Scratchers from the Virginia Lottery, you'll love the high roller blackjack Scratcher with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Look for it at your favorite Virginia Lottery retailer. In fact, you can drive there right now. Now that's an everyday win. Odds of winning any prize, one in 4.16. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. It's different for everyone. One thing is certain, every day there's an opportunity for a win. Just like Scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Everyday grab-and-go. Everyday giftable. Everyday fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher High Roller Blackjack, with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to a retailer near you. Odds of winning any prize 1 in 4.16.
1: hi welcome to wonderful and strange i'm pj i'm celia and this week we're doing 10 cloverfield lane directed by dan trachtenberg still not been up to anything no uh (laughs) yeah it's still
2: quiet some bits
1: been doing bits been doing bits and pieces yeah i don't know it's just i've not really done anything it's just quiet i designed some pin badges well that's good so yeah watch the space they might be uh coming out at some point i don't know when <laughs> they need they need um tweaking on photoshop and mm-hmm. i don't know
2: if i've got the mental energy to do that yet
1: because photoshop's not very good.
2: hard work it's hard isn't oh, it it's hard work. i feel like if you're an expert on it good yeah if you're not an expert so you Rob, are required to be an expert to do anything. Rob tells me it's easy, but then Rob's job is to use Photoshop on oh, a yeah.
1: daily basis, probably, so he can do like things in like two seconds, where it would take me like ten hours.
2: I'm sure, it's easy, but it's hard when you don't know what all the little buttons mean exactly. Yeah. So yeah, once I figure that out and I've done it, then we mm. might have some
1: we might have some enamel pins. But until then... until that time, I know. Hold on to your hats, guys. Yeah, so, this week we did 10 Field Lane, 2016. Directed by Dan Trachtenberg, it scored a 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb. So, a quick synopsis. After her car is hit by a truck, Michelle wakes up in a bunker, being held captive by a man named Howard. He says that the outside is no longer safe to inhabit and he saved a life. Should she be grateful? Hmm
2: yeah yes and no yes and no yes and no yeah who's to say that she wouldn't have survived without his help well this if is it, isn't she it? hadn't been run off the road by him exactly maybe she would have been better off
1: yeah so before we start there will be spoilers to this one so i suggest that you watch it first and then come back to us yeah so it starts off with michelle who is mary elizabeth winstead yeah i love her
2: I, love her in anything. I don't think i've seen her in anything what's she been in scott pilgrim versus a world i've seen that years ago She was ramona flowers she's been in loads of stuff she was in death proof
1: as well i think death proof yeah that's a good one mm. it's haven't seen um it. it's got kurt russell in it oh and he is a stunt driver but he murders Ooh. people in his stunt car Ooh. it's yeah
2: I'd, i i you had me at stuntman and then when you said he good. murders people in a stunt car, I was like, oh, I don't know. Oh, no, no. it's good. It's really good. That's why I said stuntman. As stuntman. If it was, if that was his name. <laughs> <laughs> stuntman. Mr. Stuntman.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. So, we've got Michelle. She's like... There's, like, no speech in this film for, like, the first ten minutes, mm. which is weird. She's packing a bag she's left her engagement ring on the table and basically she just drives off and she looks really sort of pensive and nervous and kind of on edge where's she going so where's she going what's she doing who knows pulls up for petrol at one point and it's sort of nighttime and it's a bit spooky and
2: she sees a truck and kind of looks but mm, just carries on about it's her business creepy someone's paying attention to her like the filmmakers are showing it's if someone's because there's like a shot of her.
1: the you don't see who's in it but you see like a shot of somebody basically watching her yeah watching them sort of thing so she's driving along and then she gets a call from ben and it's a kind of you know come back talk to me i'm really sorry <laughs> fun fact about that that is the voice of bradley cooper mm. I don't know if he's credited in the film. I don't know. But it is his voice. But she she basically ignores the call, and then I think he calls again, and then her car gets hit, and all you see is the car oh, just fly off the road. Very dramatic. And then it kind of cuts into... Um, there's no sort of credits as such, is there, but it? it cuts into... I think it's like Bad Robot production mm. something. And then does it say 10 Cloverfield Lane? I can't, I can't remember. even remember. I can't remember. Well, i watched it, I can't remember, but it's really, like, minimal. That. It's kind of minimal sort of credits, but you're in the action already because, like, her car's flying around, she's screaming, and then it just kind of stops. And then she wakes up, and she's got a needle in her arm. Mm. She's in a concrete room on a
2: mattress.
1: She's got, like, a... Um, a leg brace thing on her leg.
2: Sort of, it looks like it's been made from a, a rugby ball. It looks like it like was a, from like, American
1: football. It looks like it was from a, a sort of haunted asylum mm. from the
2: 1900s, yeah. I thought. It's yeah. not a piece of medical yeah. equipment you'd want to be wearing.
1: No, she's chained up so she's kind of,
2: she sort of wakes up
1: and she's like, oh my god, what is going on? But like, as soon as she gets up, she uh, she tries to get a phone um, yeah reaching stick yeah she yeah. uses like a she she rips that thing out of her arm which i never understand why people yeah. do that just, just do gently take it, it out yeah, yeah. Ugh. it always makes me feel ill that. if i did that i'd be bleeding all over mm. the place
2: and i'd probably die and then film that would be, that'd be it. And that'd film be it. over be like yep yeah. end of film end of film yeah never found out what happened never met howard nope end of just film. died <laughs> yeah it was a
1: short very short 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 story so she grabs a she grabs a jeans with this uh, stand that I'm, I'm assuming it's like IV fluid mm. or whatever that's going into her. She grabs that. She grabs a phone, but there's no service on a phone. So she's kind of trying it around, but nothing. Another interesting fact about that: the network carrier of her phone is BRT, which is BRT. short for Bad Robot, which is oh. the production company. Yeah, that's putting themselves in there a little bit. So then she she hears these ominous footsteps and then you see a tray of food go down. Scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs, yeah. And she's like, she's kind of saying, you know, just let me go, won't tell anybody, it's mm. fine. And she's a bit panicked and saying, you know, I'll just leave, nothing will happen. And this guy who turns out to be John Goodman. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's just, I couldn't believe it. It's John Goodman. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's fine. This is a comedy Yeah, exactly.
2: It'll all be fine. It's gonna be like the big Lebowski.
1: Exactly. Mm. Yeah. No. Oh no. Uh, It gives her some crutches and basically says you better get used to using them because obviously a knee got wrecked in this car accident. And then she says, "Oh, my boyfriend's expecting me, so you know people start looking for me to try and sort of put the pressure on him." And he's like, "No one's looking for you." No. I don't know how he knows that no one's looking for her, but you know. He, uh, he chucks her like a little key thing and then locks the door. So, she unlocks herself from this radiator. So, she's no longer chained to this radiator, thank God. She has a little look around, gets herself dressed. And then, I like how she immediately went to this. She decides that she's going to make a crutch into a yeah. shiv, yep. whittling no away. No
2: sort of assessing... The situation immediately make a deadly weapon. That's it. She's like, I need to get out. I need to escape. In the circumstances, probably is the right thing to do. Absolutely. Because if you spend, if you dilly daddle, yeah, well, you don't know what's going to happen to you, do you? Yeah, you. You don't know what he's capable of. You, you'll lose the element of surprise. That's it. That's what it. That's what I meant. So she uses
1: a little, little key to whittle this crutch into a shiv and then basically stands behind like sort of at the side of the door Mm. with this crutch ready to stab him up
2: when he comes back in i don't think it was sharp enough i think it needed to be a bit sharper so it could really stab him yeah yeah it needed a bit of a longer it needed a bit more didn't it yeah we've all
1: seen buffy and you know we all know how to make a stick out
2: of a wooden stick
1: So she's waiting there, and she's waiting there, and she's waiting there, and he don't come. And then she's like, "Oh God, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of him waiting." So then she gets, I think she gets some of her clothes or something, or a bit of a sheet or something, and sets fire to the sheet. Yeah. And puts it in the air uh, vent. Good thinking. And it sets the fire alarm off. So then he comes. She tries to attack him, but obviously, like John Goodman's a big guy. Yeah. So he quite easily sort of restrains her in about two seconds and then injects her with something so obviously then she's sedated yeah and then she she just drops and that's that then she wakes up again and he's still there and says he kind of he he says this all the way through and he's like you know i saved your life you're lucky to be Mm. here you know without me you'd be god knows what you'd be doing kind of thing gives her some painkillers which was very reminiscent of misery
2: oh yeah would you take
1: them depends if you're in pain this is the thing, isn't it? If you're in agony, you'd probably mm. take anything that yeah. somebody gave you, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because he, d- he says, like, it's the tricky. painkillers. He says, the whatever they are mm. painkillers, but how do you know? Are they safe? I don't know. And he basically says that there's nowhere to go. We're safe in this bunker. There's been an attack. I don't know if it's chemical, I don't know if it's nuclear, yeah. but the air is not safe outside. So he said, You got into a car accident and I found you on the side of the road. So I brought you here. Um, Yeah, so it's tricky because if you believed him, you would be like, oh, oh, well, you did save my life. Yeah, that's Mm. it. And he's always like, I saved your life, I saved your life. And she's still not convinced at this point, I don't think. And then uh, there's a bit where he... Because he's like, I don't know what it is. And then he mentions Martians (laughs) and her (laughs) face is a picture. She's just Mm. like... What? "What?" Really? (laughs) And then um, she hears like a clattering about... So obviously there's another person and he goes out to see to this clattering and and he's like, oh, I think you should start showing me some appreciation. And then he's like, oh, I'm Howard, by the way. Oh, nice to meet you, man who put me in a bunker. Yeah. Whatever. So she ends up going to sleep and then she wakes up to find that her door is open this time. So she can get out. So she can have a little venture outside and she finds, I think she hears music. And then finds Emmett sat Emmett in the sitting cupboard. sitting in the shelves. He's sitting in the shelves. He's had an accident because his arm's all slung yeah. up.
2: And he seems like a nice guy. He seems like a nice little sort of American farm boy, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He seems quite nice. And
1: he, he sort of. He's quite sort of chipper. And he backs up Howard's story and says that the air's not safe. And mm. he i think he basically came there because he didn't know where else to go because i don't know if this guy's kind of a known sort of doomsday prepper type thing because i'm i'm sure there's a bit where he starts talking about when he was getting this ready and i think people were like oh you're such an idiot like what are you doing that for and i always think this about with all this like coronavirus happening but all these doomsday preppers are just like Oh yeah. That's what I've been prepping for. When the shops were selling out. When the shops out, were selling out, yeah. All
2: those preppers were. I bet they fine. were sat in
1: the bunkers, yeah. eating the tin peaches, loving life, and saying, Ha, I was right. Yeah. We all should have been doing this. There's a lot of food in there as well. It's like There's shelves a lot. and shelves and shelves of food. Yeah. It's crazy. It reminded me of um you know when they go in
2: the hotel and the shining? Oh, yeah. And there's all, like, months of food. It's like that. Do you know what I heard yesterday? What? In a week, a big cruise ship goes through 40,000 eggs. Really? Yeah. That's a lot of eggs. Cruise ships, no wonder they're so big, they need to have massive food storage. Where do you put all them eggs? Well, you'd put them in a a big old egg. They must have a big... Egg cupboard.
1: <laughs> I feel like if you're using forty thousand eggs.
2: How c- you probably how do need a cupboard for like eggs. Like at least two thirds of that cruise ship is probably eggs. I wonder if they've got chickens.
1: So you Imagine, imagine chickens.
2: that. <laughs> Keeping chickens. You'd cruise need about a million ship. chickens. Yeah. Forty thousand eggs. Forty thousand eggs. How many people are eating are, eggs? Are staying on these cruise Do you get like you get like three thousand people on a cruise ship or something, don't you? Do you? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what's the maths to that? Are? That's still not. That's like a lot of eggs per person. That's you like you shouldn't be eating that many no eggs. If just three thousand people, and there's forty thousand eggs, divided by three. So it's like that's like thirteen and a bit per week. Thirteen and a bit eggs a week. That's Actually, too many eggs. Although if you if you have scrambled eggs every morning for breakfast, if you have like two or three eggs, yeah, people probably do. Use that many eggs within reason, and if they're making fresh, freshly made cakes,
1: yeah, that's true. Or I suppose it could egg be egg-based
2: things, or quiches, quiches,
1: yeah, yeah, Fair enough. Or just eggs for salads.
2: Yeah, hard-boiled eggs. Hard-boiled eggs for when salads. When you go on a cruise, nothing, nothing screams luxury like a hard-boiled egg. egg. <laughs> I love a hard-boiled egg with my salad. I don't like me. I don't dislike a hard-boiled, but I wouldn't be on a cruise be like. I can't wait to try the egg salad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, it might be really good. Maybe. You don't know. To Maybe. be fair, though, like egg salad on a buffet, I'd probably avoid it. Mm,
2: you wouldn't go straight wouldn't for the
1: egg salad. No, I'd probably go for something safer, to be fair. Yeah. But,
2: yeah, that is a lot. That's a too lot. many. A
1: <sighs> Bloody hell. Yeah. Anyway, so, so, yeah, so Emmett has backed up his story and then uh, Howard comes in and he's like, it's bathroom time this this film is like my nightmare to be honest trapped in a bunker it's not
2: cool with is it? a crazy
1: person also scheduled bathroom
2: breaks i'm sorry but who works like that it's not like clockwork is it no no it's just not natural you can't you can't plan what, yeah. what if she don't need to go yeah and
1: then and then he stands there and then she's like i'm not gonna go if you're watching and that's another thing as well like people watching you pee team. and it's weird yeah. and he's like well you might try and escape again so uh i'm just looking out for myself and he's like i'm not a pervert or anything like i don't want to watch you go to the toilet i'm just you know and then she pulls this curtain oh, across and it's like a big a red curtain with a duck on it oh that was funny I love that ducky curtain it is it's great.
2: So funny do you think they had to make it or do you think they found it somewhere <gasps> I don't know
1: no it must be a thing I'm gonna find it I I'm gonna find ducky find shower it. curtain it's great um, and then he's like you know oh yeah maybe you do sound a bit crazy uh, yeah you do you yeah? do a bit Yeah. you sound completely insane and I think I need to leave and then he start, there's this bit where he starts talking about how people have alarms for, like, fire alarms and car alarms and burger yeah. alarms. But when the alarm goes off, what, what do, do you do? do? Yeah, and he said it's like... He said it's crazy. It's like building an ark after a storm.
2: Which I kind of get it because... Can, it kind of does make sense if you've yeah. got the, um, like the facilities to make a bunker. Not everyone can make can a bunker. bunker. What well, well, if you live in flats... You'd have to, like, make your flat, like... You'd have to... You'd of have, of to have to just make the house something. a bunker. Yeah. Rather than going down, you'd have you'd to just... have to just reinforce, reinforce your house.
1: Reinforce, yeah. I or, get a, or have, like, a room, like a panic a room. panic room. Yes, yeah. Yeah. That would work. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's quite an interesting concept, though, because I was thinking about this when, you know, like, sometimes you hear, like, car alarms go off mm. and stuff.
2: Like, people don't really do anything, do they? Sort of, oh, if you, Caroline's Carola, going off. you don't go and check for the robber, you you just ignore it. You just assume that Caroline's yeah. going off again.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, he does have a point. But she's still not convinced. And then mm. he's like, I'm gonna have to show you Frank and Mildred. And then you were like, oh, there's more people! Hooray! <laughs> That'll be nice. Nope. Uh, so they go up to this, they go up these stairs to what must be an entrance. And I was laughing because he's got a welcome mat on it. Yeah, welcome He's such a he's such a like old fashioned traditional he's American like dude. Apple pie. Apple pie. Apple pie.
2: Yeah. I
1: bet he used to sit on his porch and watch people mm. before this all happened. And he says that there's an airlock on the on this door, so it's like a door and another door. Yeah. Because obviously the air's not safe, yeah. so she's still not Still not convinced. And then she looks outside, and we see Frank and Mildred, which are a pair of pigs. Poor pigs. And they look like they've been burnt,
0: uh, melted a little bit or something. Like they're all the skins
1: all like poor poor little pigs. It's awful. So, she's like, "That's not good." But then she sees the truck that's parked outside with red paint covered in red paint. Mm. So she's like, "Mm -hmm." "That's my." so she goes to find Emmett and have a little chat with him private and she's she's like and he he's sort of saying that he knows him he knows Howard from from the area because he lives around there and and that's kind of why he came here because he knew that he was a doomsday yeah type yeah Yeah. so that was the only place he could hide out at but she's she's like I am not convinced by this Mm. she was like he drove me off that road I've seen
2: the truck to be fair, I do think you should question the situation. Oh yeah. She she So just believe it. I, yeah. this is the thing. I I'd probably just be
1: like, Yeah, alright, yeah, the air's not good um,
2: yeah, alright, I suppose. So when someone tells you not to press something or to tell, <gasps> No, you've gotta do it then, haven't you? Yeah, do you know Don't what do I something. do you know what drives me mad? When you, when you go out for a meal, when you used to be able to? and the waiter would or waitress I would like, bring a hot say. plate. Don't touch it. Yeah, and they're like, don't touch it. it's incredibly hot. And I always immediately touch it and be like, yeah, it's not It's not hot. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, they was, I was always like... like oh. Oh. <laughs> they always say it's incredibly hot. Uh, but that, that's not hot. That's not hot. That's not, that's hot. not I, that hot. I rescind your challenge. It's not that hot. Get me a hotter plate. It's not inc- <laughs> The sun is incredibly I'm, hot. I think I'm quite sensitive plate to heat. is not. They heat plate warmings like... Sixty degrees or something. I'm quite sensitive to heat, so I always find them yeah. quite hot. Uh, yeah, because the definition of incredible is that it's so extreme you wouldn't. But be- it doesn't have credibility. It doesn't like burn your fingers off. Yeah, out, but so like, you can't. So when you say a plate's incredibly hot, you're saying it's so hotter than your yeah understanding of heart, but it's just not. If that was me, I'd just say I'll oh, just be careful. The plate's hot. Yeah, and to which I would be like, thank you. But then. Yeah, then they're like, don't touch it. And you're like, mm, I've got to touch it now. Sometimes they're really cross, don't they? <laughs> don't do <Yeah>. it no. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, not that I don't like oh, I it. people who serve food. It's just... Don't tell me what I can and cannot do. It, yeah. If I want to touch that plate. It's good to know it's hot. I'm going to touch it. But just don't say it's incredibly <laughs> hot because it's not. <laughs> you must have like asbestos hands. I think i do yeah i think you do I think i do unless I um i put on uh hand sanitizer that burns oh really hand sanitizer burns worse than heat oh that's horrible you have to like
1: wear little mittens so yeah so she she's not convinced and he like emmett's kind of saying he saw it himself but he doesn't know what he saw but there was something in it it what was it he saw some lights and she's like so you saw lightning then and he's like no it was like, i can't describe it but it wasn't mm. anything that i've seen before and it it wasn't yeah. it normal. was like a red flash in the
2: sky <laughs> yeah it was yeah a,
1: it worked normal and then she's basically saying she's her- not convinced i'm still not convinced then it's dinner time so they're all
2: sat round this little dinner table, and it's all he it has little family. sunflowers on yeah, the table. it's quite the the layout of that living room area is quite nice. It's all it's right. It's quite like pleasant. it's quite tastefully decorated in a sort of ground bunker, American farmstead. It's not style. bad. Yeah, yeah, it's it's quite pleasant. I also
1: imagine him to have doilies. Mm. I feel like he's a nanny Wilkes Place Doilies, mats. placemats, doilies. Places, yeah, yeah. He does say about rules, doesn't he? And he's like, mm. Don't touch each other, put coasters up put coasters down. <laughs> and I'm like, Fair enough, you know, you're living in a bunker, but you know, we're not animals. We've got to have yeah. some standards. So she she sat next to him and she sees that he's got this pile of keys on his belt and and he's saying about the food and he's like, Well, you know, I can cook, I can get by, it's alright yeah. And I was like, That's what I say. Mm. I feel like, you know, You've got to have don't have high expectations yeah. and then you can only be surprised. That's my <laughs> that's my thing. I'm like, Yeah, it's okay. And then he says to her, which I thought was quite interesting, he's like, You'll learn to love cooking.
2: Oh, is why? that why she's there to why? do the cooking? Oh, get lost. Yeah. He's created like a little weird family and then Emmett joined in as well, so he's now had to adopt Emmett. Uh, is it emmett the son yeah <laughs> emmett emmett's co- the, the cousin oh god cousin
1: <laughs> the crazy bearded cousin oh and he so emmett he says something about the sauce doesn't he and emmett's like well it's the best sauce i've had in my yeah. life and he's like are you being funny with me and he's like nope i might have died outside so yeah anything in here is an absolute bonus so it's great and i love it what were they drinking was it like an orange soda I don't type know. thing it looks maybe oils, or, or yeah. squash or something maybe it's squash because squash will keep true that said fizzy pop would keep wouldn't it well, it was a, full of sugar. a glass
2: bottle mm. fizzy pop he
1: <laughs> looked like i thought he had
2: a bottle of corona there was various bottles but i couldn't quite i don't know i identify what they were so um so then emmett
1: emmett's sort of talking away and then he says that he uh, he always wanted a tattoo, but he could never decide mm. what he wanted. And he was like, maybe if I'd have known I'd have been trapped in this bunker, I'd have been covered and in them got, by now. Yeah. And I'd have got
2: Emmett on my forehead. If, or if, thug life. The thing is, though, if you knew that that was going to happen and you would end up trapped in a bunker... You'd make your own bunker. You'd make, you wouldn't get tattoos and then live with Howard. <laughs> you'd make your own... That having tattoos wouldn't make living in a bunker with Howard enjoyable. <laughs> no, you'd, you'd get your own bunker. You could you get tattoos absolutely. as well, but you wouldn't if you knew it was going to happen. But um, especially considering what does happen.
1: And he sort of says like, you know, is there anything you'd wish you'd done, Howard? And he's like, no, not really. No. And then he he says something about watching your language, which like kind of shows he's very old fashioned as well. Um, and he he gets a bit agitated with him, and then they carry on eating. And then Michelle starts to flirt with Emmett, doesn't she? And she's yeah. like, ooh, pass the salt. <laughs> and then, like, giggling at him and stuff. And you can see him kind of looking. Mm. And she um, she touches his hand ever so slightly. Uh. And he flips his shit out, pins her up against yeah. the wall. Yeah, oh, it's very aggressive. It's just aggressive. so quick, isn't it, that yeah. he just flips and he starts... And he starts with his, I saved your life again. Mm. You should be grateful that you're still alive, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's all right. Let's just calm down about this. So they all sit down again. But she... In this meantime, has got his keys. Got his keys. She's so good; like mm. she's so resourceful, and she's think she's always thinking
2: about what she's doing. Because I didn't, I I was like, oh, she's getting on well with Emmett, but she was only getting on well with Emmett to annoy Howard, to get yeah. Howard to stand up. I think up. she likes Emmett. I think yeah, they, she they does, do get yeah. On. yeah, but she was only doing she it was, so he'd she knew. To how to annoy him, so he'd stand up, and then she could get his keys.
1: And then she uh, she sat down, holding these keys, and eating, and looking a shifty AF. Mm. Like she couldn't have looked more guilty if she tried. And and he's like, Are "You alright?" And she's like, "Yep, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine." And then he reaches down and he's like, like where are my keys? Are and in this point, she gets a bottle and smashes it over his yeah, head.
2: very quick.
1: She's, she's like, like, from the get-go, she's like, I am escaping from this bunker, yeah. I'm off. So, she smashes a bottle in his face and runs. And then uh, she runs up the stairs to get to the door...
0: Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. It's different for everyone. One thing is certain every day there's an opportunity for a win. Just like Scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab and go. Every day giftable. Every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher High Roller Blackjack with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to a retailer near you. Odds of winning any prize 1 in 4.16. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. It's different for everyone. One thing is certain, every day there's an opportunity for a win. Just like Scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go. Every day giftable. Every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher High Roller Blackjack, with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to a retailer near you. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 4.16
2: and then he's like no it's not safe it's poison so at this point do you think he believes that the air is poison or if he's maintaining it i as think a, he's maintaining, maintaining, it maintaining it as a ruse re- yeah I don't, I don't believe him so she she's at the
1: door now and then she sees a car she's like there's a car and then she's like Help, someone's gonna rescue me Help. yeah and then a woman appears at the window she doesn't look great. She's, she's all like, oh, her yeah. skin's all weird, like the pig's is. And mm. she's like, and he's like, don't let her in, don't let her in. And she's like, she needs help. We need to let her in. And this woman's like, let me
2: in. Please let me <laughs> Please in. Please let me
1: in. It'll be fine. And then she's kind of like, oh, I don't know. And then she gets really aggressive and she's like, let me in. And like starts hammering on the window and then starts headbutting yeah. the window. Oh. It's horrible. Yeah. And then she sort of starts freaking out
2: and then it just cuts to her in a room. So obviously... She didn't let her in. So that kind of confirms to her, again, that the air is poison. Yeah. But Yeah, exactly.
1: So, yeah, so she's still there. She didn't escape. She didn't let the woman in. We're back to square one, basically. And he, uh, he kind of opens up and he's like, I've got something to tell you. And he's like, I was the reason you had that car accident because... When all this kind of air contamination Mm. fun happened, I was out. I was racing to get home, and I wanted to get home. Yeah, I tried to overtake it, and I hit your car. So then I brought you back because
2: yeah, I felt bad. Yeah, well, well, I mean, and it's kind of it's kind of believable. But if he was racing to get home, why did he stop to get petrol and spotter? That's true, mm. yeah. I was thinking maybe he, by coincidence, was getting petrol spotted and he was like, I'm going to kidnap this girl. And yeah. then the alien attack actually happened and he was like, well, that just ties into I think
1: that, yeah, plan. basically that kind of tied in mm. to use that as a thing. To keep but her, he, yeah. Because obviously we'll learn later on that he has kidnapped other people mm. before. So, But then I, I know that some people have discussed this film as kind of... Um, it's like an allegory for abuse, mm. and he's like an abusive guy, and he does he kind of use yeah, those yeah, kind of bit, tricks yeah,
2: to like this is like little tricks to keep people where them. he wants yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can't survive without me. You yeah, can't, you can't survive outside in the real world. Yeah, you wouldn't be anything
1: without me mm. and sort of belittling people. And then, and then this is kind of you know, oh, I'm being honest with you, or you know, somebody might, if somebody had been abused you know they'd be like oh i'm sorry i didn't mean it and Mm. you know and then maybe say i had a bad
2: childhood or something i I don't know yeah obviously the alien subplot isn't like he's using it as a way to keep her trapped so mm -hmm. like she gets convinced but, but it turns out the aliens are real was he
1: using was he using that Like before this happened. I wonder.
2: I don't know. Because I feel like he's had this bunker a long time, right? He could have said there'd been a nuclear strike and all communications are down. Yeah. yeah, And if uh, whoever's he's holding captive doesn't have access to the internet or a phone. That's it, because there's nothing down there apart from. Yeah, there's no. There is a TV though, but but I don't. It only does like DVDs
1: and VHS. I wonder if there's no aerial. You Mm. won't be able to get a signal, would you? So it'll just play.
2: like dvds anything
1: yeah Yeah. this is it so i reckon he's been using this kind of stuff for a while yeah (laughs) it's horrible so um so yeah so he says to her you best clean up because you might have got contaminated Mm. in that airlock room um here's some clothes they were megan's and yeah so she ends up getting dressed into these clothes and then he says that he recognised that woman. It's kind of cut to she's yeah con- decontaminated herself. He knew that woman. It was a neighbour. And then he um, asks her basically to sew up the wound in his head yeah. that she caused from yeah. the bottle. Again, that's kind of another thing. You know, it was your fault that you've done this to me. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you were saying that it looks very... He's very like set in his ways and he lays everything out he lays just his so little mat
2: out and he gets his little first aid kit and like lays all the bits all the bit out i yeah. think is
1: it i don't know if he's a bit ocd or something because he's very precise in everything then uh, gives her a drink of vodka that he's made and i was mm. like he's made moonshine mm. <laughs> it's essentially made moonshine but then i was like if i had my own bunker and i wasn't trapped with a crazy person that'd be quite cool like you know make your own booze sit watching films all day it'd be great but I'd probably get bored after about a day.
2: I think I'd get
1: bored. I'd, I'd probably need people.
2: Bored, yeah. I mean, well, it depends. If you would, if it was certain death, if you went out, I suppose I wouldn't go out. But unless it was I suppose I wouldn't go out. <laughs> but I might. <laughs> unless it, if it wasn't certain death, yeah, I think I would go out.
1: If someone said to you, Celia, you can't leave, you'd be like, well, I'm going out there. I'd be like, up the chimney. I'm going to go out and I'm going to touch a hot plate. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm doing it. And press buttons that I'm not
2: supposed to press. Imagine, though, no, five minutes Imagine later, I'd be knocking on the door. be like, it's incredibly poisonous out here. I don't feel well. Please, Please let me come in. in. No. <laughs> you want to come back. In the room. i will be like doing a and having ice cream. And i will be like... Oh my skin oh. melting outside yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I regret my life decisions mm. I chose my own path oh yeah. god
1: yeah she um what does he do, oh no he cools it down doesn't he with yeah, like a spray thing and spray he's thing. like oh I learned this when I was in the army because it used to be used to like freeze used the used to lock. freeze the lock on mm. the door so the um, lieutenant couldn't get out when he got shirty with him so mm. he was like yeah it'd take him a couple of hours to get out so she sews up his head wound. It was like, I'd be like, what what type of stitch would you like? <laughs> would you like a blanket stitch? Running stitch? One of those fancy zigzaggy stitches? Do it in a zigzag. There's I'd more do it in a zigzaggy strength stitch. in those stitches, isn't it? Yeah, there. and it'd look kind of jazzy as well. Yeah. They're like, what colour thread would you like? <laughs> would you like a yellow thread? Who knows? Yeah, she ends up sort of opening up and saying that she always wanted a job in fashion and and she's got, like, I think he gives her a book that she had from her car and it's got loads of, like, designs in Mm. it. Was that Megan's? No, that was hers. Oh, was that hers? Because she she wanted um, Mm. a job in fashion. That's why she's good at sewing and stuff. Oh, yeah, Because he says, oh, that's why you did such a good job on the Mm. sewing then, because you're into that kind of stuff. And then he starts talking about his daughter and how much she loved Paris and stuff. And then it cuts to her looking at a book in a room and she's looking a bit meh emmett must be on the other side of the door because he starts talking to her and and she's sort of saying that she regrets not being able to help that woman and then asks emmett if he had any regrets and he sort of says that he's always been stuck in this town he's never really moved anywhere and and he um he was a really good track runner at school and he ended up getting a scholarship to uni and they sent him a bus ticket to get there yeah. and he showed it off and, and he, you know, he was really pleased. But then when it came down to going, he was worried that he wouldn't do you well. He wouldn't be able to keep, keep up. grades. Yeah. yeah, with all the, the, the sort of posh, smart city yeah. kids kind of thing. and It's a shame, though. Yeah, and, yeah. He, and basically, so he got really drunk, didn't get on the bus and then he's kind of... You know, I didn't get on the no, next one. Left. I didn't get on the next one and it just never happened for me. And I kind of, like, I, I've recently, well, I've nearly finished now, but I've recently gone to uni. I can't say gone back because I never went. But I kind of felt like that when I was like, I kind of wanted to go, but then I was like, I can't do it. And I was yeah. like, what if I can't, what, what if I'm not
2: hard. good enough? Yeah, what, hard? what if it's not the right course for you as well? That's like, it. Like, if you work really hard, but it's not right for you, Yeah, you've and got to know of, what's right, don't
1: you? Yeah, and it's that kind of, you know... And it was always like, if I didn't go, I could say, well, you know, I could have gone and I could have done well. And, and it was that, you know, because I didn't want to kind of go and fail. Mm, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of a, a you know, he's got this wasted potential, basically. And then she she talks about a regret that she had of... It. I don't know where she was, but she was watching a girl get sort of dragged out somewhere by her dad. So she says after this that she always deals with problems by running away from them, which obviously we saw in the beginning yeah. of the film. And then he sort of tries to comfort her and just says, like, we're here and we're alive and it means something. And... And then you get you get this amazing montage cut to this cover of I think We're Alone Now. I don't know who it's by, but I love it. Of them just living life yeah. in this bunker, and I feel yeah. like it it signifies that time is passing. So there's, it's it's a, a sort of quite a long yeah. time that they're in there, and they're sort of having dinner. Playing little games playing together. Games. She gets a lamp for her yeah, concrete room. Yeah, settling in. Yeah. Gets a lamp. It's nice. They're playing the game of life, which I found <laughs> quite amusing. Game of life. Because
2: trapped in a bunker. Your life. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that just torturing yourself, though? No. Like, yeah. You're not going to get to live this game, but you can at least pretend. Because you're trapped pretend, in a bunker. You know. Yeah. That's I very got... true.
1: Yeah. That is very true. Yeah. And I don't know. It's they uh, they were doing a a jigsaw called Catfish, <laughs> which made me laugh as well because of all the sort of bunker kidnapping fun. I guess it just made me laugh. I don't know. <laughs> and then he uh, I mean, it says something about there being there might be zombies, but then he's like, if if I tell Howard this, he won't have any of it. But ask him about the mutant space worms because he's convinced that that is a thing.
2: Space worms? Mutant space worms. Mm. Yeah. I think you don't need to be a mutant to be a... Spa- as in, it's like saying... But then... If there's worms in space, they must be mutants. But if, if there's saying, worms in space,
1: they might just be space worms. And if he's saying that zombies can't be a thing, how can mutant
2: space worms be a thing as well? I don't think zombies can be a thing. Really? Just based on various biological rules i mean i suppose you could explain but if like what what is their source of energy brains brains but like (laughs) i just i just don't it's just you could have something that seems like a zombie that's a normal biological entity but it just looks like a zombie yeah but i don't think you could have i like how there's different types of zombies zombies now yeah because it's kind of lobotomized people i think you could have zombies who are like acting like the dead because of their brains have been, like, switched off through... Yeah, like, maybe. ...a weird satellite signal or something. But I don't think you could have someone dying and coming back from the dead. Who knows? It's not happened yet. I'm no. waiting. I'm still waiting. I just I don't <laughs> know. And could you not just wait until they decay? Yeah, I guess. Because... Because they're not... It's like... They can't regenerate themselves, so you'd just be like, well, in three months you'll just be a skeleton. They'll just fall to bits, yeah, and that'll be that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true, actually.
2: So, yeah, I, just, I don't think a zombie apocalypse will unfold hmm. like people think. Oh, if it does unfold, it'll end quite quickly. It'll probably yeah. end faster than this pandemic will. certainly end quicker in the tropical environments because they'd all like be rotted super quick. Just Maybe in colder and... environments they would... But I don't even think they will... Like I don't anyway. believe it. <laughs> no. I'm more concerned about people acting like zombies because of because they're weird. See my, my thing is I think of
1: um, maybe twenty eight days later so they're like infected with something yeah, that. Which act, yeah, which makes them
2: yeah. I don't mind if things act like a zombie because of a disease mm. but I just don't think something can come back from the yeah. dead. Yeah. Come back to life I think and it's going to be more
1: threat, like, biological, like well, yeah. biological warfare or a virus or something. Yeah. 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 So. Anyway. Then it cuts to the the bunker. Something's happening and the bunker's shaking and then he says, does Howard, he was like, oh, these flashes are fa- were phase one and then he reckons that
2: phase two is going to be ground sweeps. This is what he's imagining based on his experience in the, the Navy or And whatever. I was
1: like, you've gone from like could it not be like something heavy just passing across oh no 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 it's extraterrestrial i can tell you with no
2: evidence it's ground it's sweeps ground sweeps by by well, extraterrestrials the homeland security whatever they're called the military in america exactly. checking for survivors doing yeah, exactly. ground sweeps checking for survivors because they've not got be, rid of the aliens would that not be more likely Wow.
1: Well, but yeah no immediately jumps to aliens but yeah okay so then he said, the, he figures out that the air filtration system's faulty. And he was like, this is going to be a problem because we're going to have no air in mm-hmm. here and we're going to die. So there's a little um, a little air vent, and he's like, Michelle, you're the only one who's big enough to go in it. And then Emmett's kind of like, I, I'll go okay. in it, it's fine. And he's like, you have one arm working, you've mm-hmm. got your arm is sling, so that's just ridiculous. And he's like, Michelle, will go it'll be fine. So she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll go up there. And then he's like, don't get stuck, because if you do, we can't get you out, because we can't get in here. Is this not a design flaw in the design? I did think that, but when she gets into the room, there's a door from the
2: outside. Mm. But that would mean if he was in there by himself, and the air was poison, he wouldn't be able... But he never intended to be in there by himself. No. There you go. There we go. There you go.
1: So I think when he made it, he got in through that way to set it up and then mm. obviously got in because there's a, different entrances isn't there yeah. so she gets into this vent and starts dieharding it along this uh yeah vent, which i'm sure she was in a diehard film i True. think she was bruce willis's daughter in it mm. but i don't know i might have made that up i've
2: only seen the second die was Hard. was it a good
1: day to die hard
2: might have been that one
1: it was one of the newer ones, obviously, but I, I don't know. But I'm sure she was in one. But anyway, she gets into this um, this little room and she resets the filtration system by wiggling this handle, which I can't imagine would work to reset anything, but that's what he reckons. Well, yeah, seems to work. And she finds a little ladder which leads through a sort of tube to an outside door. Mm. But there's a padlock on it. Yeah. And then she looks at it a bit further and sees a little scratch on it and then moves a sort of cover and it says help Help. me scratched inside. So
2: inside, but written in reverse so that someone looking outside will be able to read. So it's clearly a call for help from inside inside looking for help outside. And there's
1: blood on it. And Mm. then she climbs down because she's suitably freaked out at this point and she finds an earring with blood on it. So then she goes to Emmett again to have another little mm. private chat and she's like um she's like I think Megan was there. She's written help me on the thing, i found her earring, it's bad and then he's like, No, no, no. His wife and child they just went moved to Chicago. Don't be ridiculous. And then she finds this photo that's in this book and he's like, Look, she's wearing the same earring yeah. and then he's like that isn't megan mm-hmm. that's a girl who went missing two years ago what yeah. and uh, and then they find a polaroid of her in megan's clothes which she's wearing yeah. with howard as well so obviously he's having some kind of weird my daughter's left so i'm going to replace you with her as as my new daughter you're my new megan oh it's
2: weird so, so but how now, the hell long has he been doing that for we Who know knows? that he's not telling the truth absolutely and he's using the alien invasion as an excuse to perpetuate mm-hmm. this thing so he would have done it anyway even if aliens
1: yeah i feel like it's invaded. kind of a sort of fortuitous turn of events mm-hmm. that this has happened because it makes it easier for, for him th- to kidnap people it's kind of
2: fortuitous for him well yeah. not for them mm. yeah
1: so they they stood by the jukebox at this point and going oh my god what are we gonna do and then and then uh, Emmett's like maybe we get him to confess and then uh, John Goodman comes and he's like I feel like some music and then puts some music on and then starts doing <laughs> his little dance. They they stood there like worrying away because they're like oh. oh my god this guy is clearly insane and then he starts dancing like an that insane must have been person. That
2: so funny. I bet they properly cracked John crack Goodman's out. great. He's got he's got it's some hilarious, moves.
1: yeah. So he dances away. And then uh, she gets this idea because she looks at the ducky shower curtain and she's like, I have an idea. Mm.
2: I didn't realise how clever her idea was until they were doing it. So good. It's it's a good idea. Yeah. I wonder if, uh, oh, Sunny ripped this off. I think they might have done
1: because uh, there's a, there's a, why are they in quarantine? I've forgotten why oh i know why they're in quarantine and they don't want to get ill because there's a flu going around mm. but they want to go sing at the boys to men concert <laughs> so they don't want to get sick mm. but they have to go to the shop so they make suits <laughs> to get there and then um one of them does a little dance and rips his suit and he's like there's been a breach and then they put tape on it it's funny i reckon they definitely stole that from this so john Goodman sat watching tv and Emmett's like, oh, I'm just going to get some water. What are you watching, 16 Candles? And he's like, nope, Pretty in Pink, because it was Megan's favourite. Um, And he's like, oh, OK, that's fine. So he goes to get a glass of water, but then sneakily takes some scissors and mm. hides them in his little uh, arm Genius. sling. And then he, uh, he's like, oh, um, so Michelle decontaminated when she went up from that air filtration, didn't she? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, hmm. Well, maybe she brought some stuff in with her because we don't know. Jeez, sowing the seed. And and he just planted those little seeds Mm. and then just walked away. And he sat there and you could see him just thinking about it. And even if he knows it's not true, he has to keep up the pretense that it is true for them anyway. So he kind of has to do something about it. So it throws the
2: curtain away. He might have believed that the air was poison because the air could have been poison at one point and it's since settled. I don't think he did. Does he just, no. I don't think he believed it. It was a good idea though because that air filtration would be a concentration of poison. Either way, if he did believe it,
1: He'd have to get rid of it, and even if he didn't mm. believe it and knew it was a lie, he'd have to upkeep the lie yeah. to yeah. keep them in the you know believing what he's telling him. So he throws he throws it away. She gets the shower curtain out and says, "Right, I'm gonna make this." And then he says something about uh, what top ten ways to grow my bangs out or something, <laughs> and she's like, "No, the other no, page." Yes, and it and it's like a suit. So then he's like. Right, so we'll tie him up, we'll get a gun, and then one of us will go outside in this suit and go get help. Yeah. So that's a good idea. And then it cuts to them playing... I feel like they're playing articulate. It's like articulate Oh. It's so we have to... You, you have to describe... It's like... Um, you've got to describe charades. something without saying it. Charades. Charades.
2: Charades. 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 Whatever. Arti- it was like articulate, yeah, I thought. Sort of like it's a like describe- a list. Oh, what's that game where you're not allowed to say... It's articulate. Yeah, but like it, but not. It's articulate. <laughs> it is,
1: isn't it? Absolutely is, yeah. Because you get like a, a list of stuff, oh, don't yeah. you? And you articulate, say. Articulate's such a great game. But you're not allowed to say words mm.
2: that are like this or, or it's really the hard thing articulate is you have to it doesn't matter who you're playing with but you have to be partnered with someone who takes it as seriously as you so if you're really, really serious about it your partner has to be just and you as need serious. to have somebody who kind of knows how you think as well yeah. because you'll yeah. know how they describe stuff mm. whereas if you have if you're not if you don't take it very seriously it doesn't matter yeah. if the other people do, but yeah. the person with you has to not take it seriously too, because otherwise, because otherwise, it's it doesn't as, work, it, does blah, it? It's not as much fun when someone gets really crazy.
1: So he's, so yeah, he's he's doing a, he describes something and he says little, and then he says, oh, Michelle is this yeah. to Howard, and then yeah. he's like a girl, uh, a child, girl. and he's like no, no, yeah. and he's like little princess, and he's <laughs> like no, and then and then it times up and he's like woman woman it was little women and he's like oh uh, whatever yeah.
2: but like the way he describes her is really interesting because he doesn't see her as he a woman he cannot conceive that she's a woman because yeah. he just can't think that word and if, even if he thought of the word he's like oh no so he thinks she's a little girl yeah or slash princess
1: little princess little princess yeah. i loved it and then he and then he's like right it's my turn and he's like i'm always watching i know what you're doing." <laughs> and then he's like thinking oh my god he's onto us kind of thing and he's like oh yeah. i don't know but i see everything i watch you Just i watch you i do this and mm. he's like oh i don't know i don't know and, and then he's like i am everywhere and all this like creepy ass stuff and then she's like it's santa claus. santa claus and then he's like oh thank god and oh. he's like yeah but you don't get yeah. the point because
2: it was emmett's turn no oh, that was i free. keep that point because he was saying it very aggressively. He's a very sinister Santa Claus. He doesn't
1: have yeah. He's very. He, this is a thing like you don't know whether he's being nice or not being yeah. nice sometimes because he's got that
2: kind of aggressive that demeanor. Sort of under, like if you said the wrong thing, It'll flip. you'd be in so much trouble. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's it. It flips so quickly. It's quite scary. So she. Is making this suit, but then she hears footsteps, so she hides it, and it's Howard. And he's like, oh, I need your help with something. So he he takes he takes her down to this cupboard and then calls Emmett over and opens this cupboard, and there's a big barrel in it. And they're like, oh, oh. what's that? And he's like, right, take
2: it to the bathroom. See, I was thinking that that's just a uh, drain. It just captures the water out of the drain so that they can then... Like a water book type thing. Yeah, yeah. but no... It's yeah not.
1: so they check it t- they check it in and he opens it up and he starts he cut ca- I don't know what he calls it but basically it's like a really corrosive acid yeah. and he and he says that it dissolves everything and it, if he, he dissolve a person it would dissolve the bones as well mm-hmm. he, he's, he says something about getting rid of waste and then he's like what were you doing with these and there's like scissors and tape and yeah. some
2: stuff and so really quite innocent things to have been fiddling with. She maybe yeah. she should have been like I'm going to practice my fashion skills
1: he yeah. would have
2: said no though wouldn't he? Yeah probably mm.
1: but then so they kind of both look at everything and he they don't say anything and he's getting more and more angry and he throws them into this acid and they just they just dissolve immediately yeah. and then Emmett steps up and says oh it was me um, I, I just wanted her to respect me like she respects you I'm really sorry and and all this lot and he's like he's like yeah i'm really sorry and he just says i accept your apology and you think oh that's fine yeah, okay but yeah. then
2: he shoots him <gasps> he shoots Emmett, Emmett's hey, oh, it's dead it's horrible str- very sudden i liked emmet so so it's yeah, so, it sudden. so like,
1: sudden like when i first watched it i was yeah, like was what horrible. the hell and then all you hear is like that kind of aftermath of like you know where your ears are a bit ringing mm. and it's, everything's really muffled and, and he's talking to her but you can't hear anything until he's like it's just you and me that's all yeah. you hear uh. and it's like oh god that's what I yeah. wanted I uh. wanted it to be you and then he's like oh you better go to your room it's not something you, you need to see because mm. he's
2: gonna dissolve him in the ass he's treating like a weird daughter slash not daughter it's like a it's almost like a daughter and a wife. Yeah. So oh, it's like it's his
1: weird. wife when he wants, but then also his daughter, it's... princess. Oh, it's weird.
2: Weird. Ugh. John, you're Ugh. so
1: creepy in this. And so I know. why is
2: why did he take this part? He should have left this part for in all fairness who to him. Plays
1: creeps. In all fairness to him, though, he's really good in it. He is really creepy in it. I yeah. love John Goodman, and I feel like he is
2: good in everything that he's in. So he's good in Big Lebowski. Yeah. never seen Roseanne, so I can't comment on Roseanne. Roseanne. Was he in Roseanne? Yeah, he was the husband. What? I think I I have... When I say I haven't seen it, I remember it being on occasionally. I remember being sort of mildly exposed to to it. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch it, I don't think, when I was young. Because I think it was too... I don't know. It's too too, much for you. Too much. It's too raucous. Too (laughs) loud. Oh. Yeah. It'd be interesting if this was actually not... Um, an independent. What if film. it was in the
1: Roseanne universe. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so after whatever, however Roseanne ended, I don't even know when. No. Why well, things progressed and. This is what happened. This is what happened, and he's just he's trying to replace <sighs> Roseanne. Wow. That's creepy. I don't think I it, it is though.
1: So yeah, so she she's back in her room and she's got Emmett's wallet and she's looking at it and looking at his driver's license mm, and looking yeah. a bit sad and then he comes in with ice cream Mm. and he's like i didn't know if you wanted a cone or a bowl you know yeah and well they can do whatever they want someone in front of you literally killed a man in front of your face but have some ice cream it'll make it better yay Um, yeah he doesn't seem to show any kind of it's kind of he's just sectioned it off in his mind and it hasn't really happened and then he and then he's like yeah you know it'll be me and you now it'll be fine he's done his hair He's had a shave and done his hair yeah, as well. Dressed so a it's like bit he cleaned up. sort of combed his hair back a bit, yeah. yeah it's weird. Weird sort of wife daughter thing. Mm. I don't know. So he leaves her the bowl. And she's kinda of not in the mood for ice cream. She's not in an ice creamy kind of place, which is fair enough. I yeah. think I'd have probably yeah, but, eaten no, it. Well, I eat when I'm stressed, so I've been like, I'm eating that ice cream. <laughs> that ice cream. Do you want a cup or do you want a cone or a bowl? I'll have both, thank you very much. Both. I'm very stressed. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, she finds his bus ticket in his wallet Aww. that he was going to travel to, so he kept it all that time. Alright, mate. Oh, yeah. So then I think feel like this is the point where she's like, I need to get out of here right now. Right
2: now. Yeah. so
1: she um she's making a suit up but then obviously he is coming in again because she can hear him he's not a light lightest footed of not men is he no. luckily for her so he comes in and she's hidden it and he's like oh supper's ready do you want to set the table like you would say to a child yeah
2: mm-hmm she did a good job of hiding it quickly though didn't she She did i would i'd have been like nah. it would have been nah. all over and i'd have been like surprise (laughs) made this for you even if she gets in trouble he's not gonna kill her so
1: yeah yeah. that's true because he loves her like Mm. a wife and child (sighs) so weird um so she she's hidden it and she she always looks really shifty i think when she's Mm. done stuff she's like yes i will come and set your table for you and then a bolt from falls down from the vent and she's like, oh, it's been doing that for ages. I don't know why. Yeah. Sort of playing just, it yeah. off. Just one of these little little things that happens in a bungalow. And he reaches up into it and you can see like part of the suit and you're like, oh my God, he's going to find it. He's going to find it. But he doesn't. And then you think, phew, it's <sighs> fine. And then he's like, why is that open? And she's like, well, I don't know. I just said, I have no idea. But then he sees a little bit of the suit uh, out poking out. And he's like, get up. And she's like... Why? No, I don't need to. And then he basically just picks her up and throws her across the room, lifts up the mattress and all the suits suits there. ready. Oh, you've secretly been making a suit. I have been making a suit. And then she runs out of the room and then locks him in the room and then runs down to... This sort of pantry bit because I think she's like through the pantry where her room mm. is and she sees Emmett's dissolving body. Oh, is Which horrible? is horrible. What I wanted to know though, how, how he tipped out some acid out of that big vat of acid to dissolve
2: him because it was really, really full and heavy. Yeah, you'd have to have a, a sort of... i spilt that all over the place. I don't know. Ugh. I don't want to think about it.
1: And then, and then he he ends up opening the door, and he's like, "Oh, you're just gonna walk out on me, are you? This is how you repay me? Cause I saved your life. So you keep saying, pal, but you also ran her off the road in the first mm. place. So you know." And he's like, "How are you? How is it? Is this how you're gonna repay me?" And she's like, "No, this is." And then boots the tub of acid <gasps> over. Her. Oh, that
2: was a good move. And then he
1: falls down face, face first. first into oh. it. And then oh. she runs over him to get the suit. And then you see the acid going towards the electrics, and then they spark and catch yeah, it dissolves fire. Dissolves
2: the carpet in a circle, doesn't oh, it? It dissolves oh, everything. It's it's powerful stuff. stuff. I don't. Some well, I mean, I get why Nothing like it's that been should made, exist. but it should. It's just not natural. No, it's horrible. It's just isn't it? not natural to have something that corrosive. It's very, very corrosive. Yeah. So,
1: she's she's kind of hopping on tables and stuff, and sort of. Playing the floor is lava Mm. by accident (laughs) it's like the floor is acid um so she grabs the suit and then we see melty howard as i like to call him face is melted hand hand is melted he's not happy he's fuming so he's after her now she dumps a load of shelves on him and then gets into the vent because obviously that's the only place that he can't get to her she did well yeah she's she's such a quick thinker like i'd never have thought of this and a million years mm. but i don't i don't think i'd have survived this far to be fair so she she gets in the vent and she's crawling and you think oh she's got away from him but then a knife comes up and he's stabbing at stabbing her basically the vent. i think it's a kind of i'd rather kill you than you escape which yeah. i wonder is what happened to fake megan or did she get dissolved <laughs> too did she get dissolved too Just don't know oh megan did she move mm. to chicago who knows don't we know. don't know exactly so she, yeah, she's crawling and there's like um, a sort of opening in this vent that she crawls over, and then I just put melty hand grab because uh. it's just his disgusting melted hand comes up to try and grab her. Oof. She's having none of it. She manages to get into the air filtration bit, and he's just shouting and he's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Because obviously he's burning in acid yeah. and fire at this point. I think as well, though, he's realised his his bunker dream is bunker, literally bunker dream. up in flames. The bunker
1: dream is over. Yeah. Stop
2: kidnapping yeah, people. No. It's, it's not happened. <laughs> it's fun while it lasted.
1: I just, how long was it there for, though? Because if he's had her for two years, it must be a long time. Yeah. And I feel like there's probably ones before her yeah. as well. <gasps> so creepy. So uh, she puts a suit on and, like, tapes herself up, and then you get this, like, shot of her in, in the helmet. It's
2: great. That suit, they did. she did so, uh, Emmett, between her. I know. Did very
0: well making that suit. It's great. If you love scratches from the Virginia Lottery, you'll love the high-roller blackjack scratcher with a chance to win up to ten times your prize. Look for it at your favourite Virginia Lottery retailer. In fact, you can drive there right now. Now that's an everyday win. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 4.16. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. It's different for everyone. One thing is certain, every day there's an opportunity for a win. Just like Scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Everyday grab-and-go. Everyday giftable. Everyday fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher High Roller Blackjack, with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Now that's an everyday win. Drive to a retailer near you. Odds of winning any prize, one in four point one six.
2: Looks a quality So suit. she
1: climbs up to she climbs up to where the door was and there's this lock, but obviously because she's so amazing and resourceful, she remembered the story that Howard told her about the mm-hmm. lock thing. So she freezes it with that spray and then smashes it, but it doesn't work. Genius. And then she keeps doing it and then you think, Oh my god, it's not gonna work. But then she does she does get it eventually to break but it takes a few hits and you were like don't use a canister yeah. use something heavier Why, then was
2: she hitting it with the can she should have hit it with something I like, could have done with heavier. like a hammer
1: yeah a good a hammer. Hammer. yeah so uh, she's she is out so she opens and all you see is this like flood of light where everything's been quite dingy she's and finally out stuff, and she's like mm-hmm. she's out hooray and you're like oh thank god for that she's out but you know obviously the air is dangerous yeah so the zat content with and she's kind of panicked and and sort of breathing really heavily because all you see is her in this sort of helmet camera suit she goes towards the truck and she ends up catching a leg on it i think Mm, and there's a breach
2: in the suit so she's panicking containment breach
1: furiously taping it up and then she's like oh phew okay and she's like really panicked, and she's kind of stood around, and there's nobody about. It's broad daylight. She's in this bloody duck hazmat suit, <laughs> looking like an absolute insane person. And then she looks up and sees birds flying, yeah. and then she's like, oh. Oh, well, okay. maybe the air is safe. So she takes her helmet off. The air is fine. The air is fine. So he was lying. So I don't know if he's used that before. I reckon he's used it before with different variations of like Like nuclear nuclear war and stuff. Mm. Yeah, 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 definitely. She stands on the car. Howard's house explodes. See you later, Howard. Yeah, Howard is no no longer a threat. Howard is no longer a problem. And then she sees this kind of thing coming in on the distance. Turns out to be a goddamn spaceship. And she looks at it and she's like, Come on! (laughs) This is where it kind of falls a bit short for me because I could do without this alien thing. But I'll tell you how I wanted it to end when we've discussed it. Yeah. So she she tries to get in the truck and that's no good. So she goes in to get into another car, which must have been that woman's car. Yeah. But sets the alarm off. So then she hides in the barn, and all you can see is the light from the car flashing. So it's quite dark and it's hard mm. to tell. It's really him. hard
2: to tell what's going on.
1: Yeah, and 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 it's quite. In I thought it was interesting because he was talking about how alarms are pretty useless mm. and basically what she's done is drawn this alien yeah. towards her with an alarm, and then she sees this alien sort of roaming about. She tries to find this key, this key for the car on this woman's dead body, which is grim. Turns the alarm off and then. It, when it stops it kind of moves the alien away. Yeah. Because I guess he's like, oh it stopped I wonder what's over there. So she runs out and then sees this massive spaceship like spraying gas so it kind of was true in so, the end. So
2: yeah, w- yeah. I I don't know if Howard believed that the air was po- if the air at one point was poisonous yeah. and it's since settled. So Howard believed it stayed poisonous or if he totally He'd made seen it. Up these aliens. Or what yeah. I don't
1: know. Yeah, it was kind of a half truth, I guess, in his mm. kind of opinion, I suppose. So she she puts her a, a helmet on again and gets in the car and avoids this like green poisonous gas, I'm assuming it was. And she's hiding in the car from this alien and she finds a bottle of whiskey in the thing and then you were laughing because the windscreen
2: wipers were on. <laughs> she's wiping the alien away wiping it away <laughs> that shoot that'll get rid of it that'll get rid the of the giant massive alien just wipe it off the wipe windscreen wipe it away like a bug
1: oh, easy and then she finds a lighter and a map so immediately goes to molotov yeah but then i was like i'd never have thought of no. that but then i was like but then also if you've got a bit of paper you've got a lighter and you've got a bottle we've all played tomb raider before <laughs> so maybe you'd be like yeah and also when else are you gonna get yeah, to do that you a,
2: especially as an alien yeah when else are you Which, gonna molotov an really alien
1: the only situation you could justify using <laughs> exactly so yeah why not maybe i would have thought of it maybe i'd have gone mm. immediately to molotov i probably would have drank the whiskey to be fair (laughs) and just got pissed up (laughs) and then falling asleep but yeah so she's hanging out of this car this massive mouth of this alien which she wangs this molotov in and it explodes and then she hits her head because of the blast and then wakes up to the she must wake up quite quickly because it's just the alien exploding and, and falling into the field well serves it right and then and then she just stands there and she's like fuck (laughs) so she she gets in the car which eventually starts it takes a while and she's like right i'm getting out of here she runs over the 10 cloverfield lane sign the film name the loosely tied in (laughs) thing that it was and then she um she puts the radio on and it's it's like a an sos broadcast almost isn't it where somebody's sort of saying, if you have combat experience or medical experience, we need you. We need you in Houston. They're taking over. We yeah. don't know what to do. And she's kind of driving the other way when she's listening to this
2: broadcast. I think they said something like, if you need help get to Baton Rouge, or go north of Baton Rouge. into the safe zone. Yeah. Yeah. But if you are military, combat trained, medical trained, get to Houston, because people need help. Or there's a hospital, like Mercy Hospital, somewhere where people need help. And she's basically
1: at a crossroads, isn't she? And it's kind of a, will she run away? Mm. Like she always does, but she doesn't. She's... She stops, reverses, and drives full on into to Houston, Houston to go kick some alien ass. Yeah. And then there's like a big lightning flash and you see another one of these big ship alien things. And then it just finishes. Yeah. And that's the end. Which, it was good. And I liked it because it was kind of an empowering end for her. Because mm. she was always running away from her problems. Yeah. And now she was heading on into going to kick some aliens. I would have really liked a sequel to see her go to Houston.
2: that's what i want yeah but it
1: hasn't happened but that's what i want if i were to end this film as its own film and not cloverfield i would have had her going up the stairs into the hazmat suit Mm -hmm. as normal break the lock open it but i'd have had him stood oh at the door yeah yeah and then like Because obviously, like, there was a fire and stuff,
2: but maybe, like, take her to his house or something. Yeah, showing that he always, like, there was no aliens. That would have been a more powerful sort of twist to make you think there's aliens, but then be like, no, there wasn't even any aliens. There wasn't even any aliens,
1: maximum twist.
2: Yeah. I like a maximum twist. That's what I would have done. It's interesting in a film that. There being no aliens is more dramatic than there being aliens.
1: Yeah, that's it. Because the whole the whole sort of time, you're like, is he being truthful? Mm. Is he telling the truth? Are there actually aliens? I don't know, kind of thing. Mm. But I feel like for me, I could have lived without the whole Cloverfield thing. Yeah. But originally, it wasn't meant to be a Cloverfield film, and a, and a, like to me, that looks like it's been tacked on somewhere. Yeah. To make it, to kind of loosely make it.
2: Into Cloverfield. it did kind of work. Yeah, but yeah, it, I think it would have been better as its own because without own aliens, thing. yeah, yeah. But yeah. I didn't have a problem with it. I like aliens in films. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind.
1: But I could have just lived with it being yeah. its own because, as a film, I think it's a really good
2: film. The only other way they could have done it would have been to have the aliens so for right from the start be like yeah there is alien invasion mm. and then have her willingly go in the bunker and then gradually realize she's trapped in with a predator because yeah. that would be another yeah, sort of yeah. take on it that's her. true yeah
1: yeah so sort of review wise i'll get like i really like this film i really enjoyed it but i could live without that so i'm gonna give mm. it a four out of five mm. i'd say go probably a one a little bit gory one out, out of five pigs the, the pigs were a bit gross. Mm. He did melt. Melted, melty face, know. Melty face. Mel, his melty hand was a bit gross because mm. I feel like there was like skin flaps mm. and stuff and that. <gasps> if anyone says skin flap to me, it immediately mm. makes me want to shrink into my chair. Mm. You know, like when you cut yourself. A nice, it's it's a horrible yeah. thing. It's a horrible vision. It's just like bleh. Yeah. Humour, I'd give it a sort of three because I think there are funny elements to it
2: oh yeah i liked way we first saw of the
1: curtain there's kind of that yeah there's funny. there's like weird sort of whimsical elements yeah. which i find like in real life like you'd find them funny for a weird kind of way do you know what yeah. i mean and it's like oh that's a bit weird but i kind of like it but yeah overall i think it's a good i think it's a really good film john yeah. goodman's dancing was funny john goodman's dancing was funny yeah i feel like john goodman was really good in this film and yeah, so was he was she, creepy and so was emmett before. yeah they were all good because if you think it's a, it's a three-person film yeah. like there's no apart from that woman who sort of appears uh, very very briefly there's nobody else in it really yeah. so yeah I like it I like the setting of the bunker it is a good it's good clever film mm. Mm. yeah I recommend it
2: mm. I might watch the other ones but I'll see I don't know I'll see I might do see. I've never watched that alien film with Joaquin Phoenix Sight? Cy- no, not sight. Cy- that one where he puts foil on his head. Is that Sight? I don't know. It could be. I've never watched. Is it. that the
1: one where they watch a video of like there's like a birthday party in Brazil or something, and they see that alien walk oh, across? Oh, I don't know. And it's meant to be like a massive jump
2: scare. I don't know. Maybe. I don't could know. be. Anyway, with uh, I've never seen it either, so I don't know. I don't really watch a lot of alien. I like alien films. And I don't really watch them
1: so what does that say are you just saying you like alien the alien franchise i
2: like I, well i like like sci-fi and stuff i like mars attacks no, mars attacks oh, i haven't seen that for years we should review mars attacks <gasps> let's do mars that's attacks harry. i haven't seen that for years that's harry isn't it they used to be like yeah yeah oh has that got pierce President? in it yeah does he end up being he ends up being a severed head does he get
1: attached to like a two oh, hour or something does he? i don't know it's been a long time since i've watched it We'll watch it. But yeah, mm. we'll add it to the list. <laughs> next week we're gonna do Hush which mm. also stars the Emmett.
2: Oh is that and the one where we'll
1: they have to be quiet? No, that's a quiet place. Oh yeah. No, Hush is different, but that is on the list as well. Yeah, so next week watch Hush. In the meantime, we are on Twitter at WNS we are on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange and we are also on the emails at Wonderful and And also, we've got a Patreon. Yep. If anyone would like to request a film, get a shout out, you know, have you got anything you want to advertise, just have a look on our Patreon, Wonderful and Strange. Mm. There's a few tiers there for you to uh, choose from. And we'll see you next week. Yep. Stay safe, guys. Bye.
0: If you love scratches from the Virginia Lottery, you'll love the high roller blackjack scratcher with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Look for it at your favorite Virginia Lottery retailer. In fact, you can drive there right now. Now that's an everyday win. Odds of winning any prize, one in 4.16. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. It's different for everyone. One thing is certain, every day there's an opportunity for a win. Just like scratches from the Virginia Lottery. Everyday grab and go. Everyday giftable. Everyday fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher High Roller Blackjack, with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to a retailer near you. Odds of winning any prize 1 in 4.16.